You're listening to Comedy Central. So, I was listening to George Bush today. You guys like George? No? Yes? No? I like George. You know what I like about George Bush? He makes me feel like I could be president, too. <laughs> oh, he does. He's like the first guy, like, from my reading level, you know, like the first guy, like, from my math class to finally go out and do something. You know what I love about George? He can't say the word terror. He can't. He uses the word every speech. He can't say terror. He goes, tear. <laughs> That's what he says. He goes, America will not stand for tear. Anybody who supports tear, if you're a terrorist, we're going to get you. What kind of president goes, we're going to get you? He's... <laughs> He's like some redneck they dragged out of a barbecue, put him in a suit. Yo, if you're standing on stage going, we're gonna get you, you should just be up there with a couple of bloodhounds going, go get him, Blue! <laughs> Smell the shirt, go get him! Damn, that Blue's a good dog. I'll tell you one thing I have realized, though. When you go to war, man, that's the one time when you really have to, like, appreciate rednecks, though. No, you know why? Because rednecks, they're, they're, like Amer they're like the one group of people that actually want to go to war. Everybody else tries to get out of it. Like, rich people never go to war. You ask a college kid if he wants to go to war, he's just like, um, I'm taking this sociology class, and I think war is, like, really stupid. My roommate's, like, half Afghani, so that's going to cause some static. <laughs> you ask a redneck if he wants to go to war, he's just like, hell yeah! Absolutely, I'm ready right now. You just point the direction, buddy. I'm ready to do this. No, they're frightening people, but you got to utilize them. Seriously, you want to scare the enemy, okay? And rednecks are like America's pit bulls. They should just sedate those people, drop them off in Afghanistan, just let them run wild. Just be like, dude, just go do everything you ever dreamed of doing. Just go crazy. Have one of your friends play the banjo, it'll scare the hell out of them. <laughs> Seriously, you wouldn't want to draft a guy like me. I'm a comedian, I'm useless. I'm a coward, I don't like confrontations. You draft a redneck, not only is that dude a psycho, he'll actually save you money. Those guys show up to the army, like, here's your M16. They're like, I already got one. <laughs> I got some stuff in the trunk you ain't ever seen before, buddy. I went on the internet, got me some of that surface-to-air stuff, took it out hunting, got me a moose and a duck at the same time. <laughs> I didn't even see the duck. Duck was over her. I'm aiming at the moose. Duck's over her. That's my peripheral. Over her. And the shot went up the moose's ass, and the shrapnel from his antler hit the duck. Duck came down. It was the best damn duck ever, right? All right, welcome to Stand Up with Chris Stefano. That was Bill Burr. I'm here with Nicole Boyce, Tom Takar. We're talking about the half hours Ooh, today. Special half hour kickoff episode. Half hour specials kickoff episode. Comedy Exciting. Central half hour starting. Um, uh, Gail's daughter, Chloe, GDC, is not here because she's a Jew. Um, and it's a Jew holiday. <laughs> and Chris kicked her out for that reason. Yes, Very I kicked her out. I said, yes. not, yeah. 
We're not going to have today's just there's no Jewish people here. To, what's today's? Uh, what is it? Rasha Hashanah? I don't know. Shala Halala. <laughs> it's Shala Halala. And uh, and um, I don't condone this. I'm just kidding. This will be edited out. Um, but it's it's <laughs> funny it, to is say. Is it offensive to just say the name of the holiday? No. I mean, Shala Halala. It's not Shala. <laughs> it's Shala. Is it not Shala Halala? It's wait. Hold on. I'll tell you what it is right now. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's in my phone. Shala Halala. You, you can't, can't even. Say no. It? It's Rosh Hashanah. Rasha Hashanah. It's the other one. Yeah. It's right. Those are the two. Rosh and Hashanah. Um, so it's GDC isn't here, but shout out GDC. Shout out uh, Gail's Backyard Honey. Um, listen, we're talking about half hour specials. I yeah. did a half hour yes. in, um, in uh, Mar- March of 2014 in Boston. Wow. I did it. Half hour special. Um, Comedy Central executive at the time had so much fun, she blew her ACL out dancing she's great to your to your set she was dancing no just just the after party was wild (laughs) okay um one of my friends got so drunk he shit in the streets oh um and then uh one of my other friends uh wanted to heat up his pizza he um he ironed uh his pizza um and was like drunk ironing his pizza to make it hot and then Mm -hmm. used the same iron to iron my shirt <laughs> and I had to get a new shirt about 10 minutes before my half hour because I got sauce I mean I had Domino's pizza sauce. Ch- pizza sauce I was in the shower and he was like dude I'll iron your shirt I got it and then you forgot that the night before he had ironed pizza. I love this friend that's so yeah. kind to iron your shirt. Is that, that's but probably then, why they started steaming them. Like they take them away for you, from yeah. you for the day. We'll handle it's probably this. because of that. You, yeah, because you have of similar stories from your half hour. Uh, pizza, pizza. There clothes. was no pizza. Where did you do it? I did it in New Orleans. Never been to that city. Heard good things. You've never it's, been to New Orleans. No. Is that what? You didn't I mean, you life. don't drink, so it's like it doesn't really make sense to go to New Orleans, right? I mean, no, I'll I'll drink. I'll oh, definitely oh, I drink. Like, I don't Chris know why I thought you Yeah, I fucking do coke, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay, now we're bragging. Yeah, yeah, oh, bro. Man, I've been avoiding you this whole time. There hasn't been a toilet seat that hasn't been sniffed by Chrissy fucking coke gums. <laughs> That's what they say. Uh, <laughs> Chrissy coke gums. Um, no, I'm kidding. I do drink, but I've just never been in that city because... Other than the half hours, there's no comedy there. That's true. Like, yeah. like how you do, what venue do you play? Yeah. It's like it's not a comedy town. It's like it's kind of like a little Vegas where it's like you can get away with doing comedy in Vegas because the casinos and there's clubs, but like uh, most of the time people aren't there for yeah. that. They're there to party. Would comedy clubs even work in New Orleans? Or I think they've tried it and, and it, it just, just doesn't work. I'm pretty sure I've heard of a club that was opened like a little bit away from Bourbon Street. Yeah, and it's just people just don't go. I bet That's you could do it now. Right. I have a feeling you could do it now because comedy's in like this weird right. extra boom thing right. right now where it's it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. I think you could probably get away with it. There are venues there that do comedy. What was the venue you guys did yours yeah, at? We did ours at the Civic Theater, which is beautiful. Uh, is it on Bourbon Street, like right there? It's close by. It's not on Bourbon. Like you can walk to Bourbon. Uh, yeah, yeah. You oh, can so you guys had a f- good time. After it was the- great. Oh, my God. It was insane. Where was the after, after party? Parties, I can't even remember the names of the places. That's, that's how you know. know. That's, yeah, that's how you know. But it, honestly, everywhere there's an after party. We, yeah. we went to some after parties, but also I had a bunch of friends fly out, and we just went, like, as soon as, I wasn't drinking up until taping it, and then I, as soon as I got off stage, I just, like, did a shot of Blackout. bullet that I had my, like, that I bought for my green room. Hell and yeah. And then we just oh went after God. it the rest of the night. I didn't oh see, all, I, I saw, like, half of one other half hour. My plan was to watch everybody's and be supportive, oh, yeah. and then I was just a dog. Like, <laughs> yeah. Did you do, you, did you record yours one of the earlier ones? I was the very first one. Oh, shit, I think okay. it's because First one knew. of the night? Yeah, of the whole thing. What I time did you, did you go? I think it was at 7 p.m. Was the crowd good, though, or were they it like? It was, I think, I mean. You wish you would have went later. Heard, no, I thought it was the 
the best one because New Orleans, these people are fucking animals. Those uh, sure. get shit housed. Yeah. People yeah. were shit housed at the tapings. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, the audience, our audience was great. Like, yeah. Is it yeah. a comedy audience then? Because they know it's. I mean, it's a I taping, don't, or is it? Like I actually a half don't know. Of, okay. It's uh, Samantha Black just did a fucking killer job. Oh, Samantha Black's the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she yeah. she's super fun. Hang and like we just yeah. had a great time. But she got the right people out there, and so, uh, she packed it out. But it was uh, it was crazy for the people that don't know Samantha Black. I mean, get your head out of your ass. Yeah, um, yeah. She's, Number one, <laughs> she's the best. She's the audience coordinator and like this yeah. w- woman responsible that Comedy Central hires and a lot of com- uh, networks hire to to seat people and get people get people uh, here for the tapings. And she does like a phenomenal job because yeah. she just knows exactly like who's good for what comedian like if a comedian does crowd work or not like she it's not just like oh fill it in like she's got a science to it all like she's Damn. two tapings I've done my hour special my half hour special that she seated she sat people in the front row that she thought would be good kind of uh-huh. like fodder for me and she uh-huh. was right both times yeah. because like twice there was just a guy sitting in the front row that I'm like this can't you can't be real <laughs> and you know and That's then I so talked to him and wow. it's all Samantha Samantha knows she's like oh like I did a bit on my hour special about how like this guy had like a Yankees tattoo and like he just looked like like an, like an iron worker and like she was like I sat that guy in the front row because I figured that would be like you have fun with that guy and I'm like so she's the best like oh that's why God. she's excellent at what she does do you think because, she does blind dates yeah does she do blind dates <laughs> yeah. yeah she probably would <laughs> that's like actually a, a good idea yeah. Yeah. and also just if you're just extra money on the side. if you're like an asshole if you just look like an asshole yeah. she sits you in the back whether you're drunk or not like she'll just sit assholes in the back Damn. so she just yeah. knows she must knows. be hard for her to go to Philadelphia oh my god <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to work with here how do you sit everybody in the back yeah there's no front rows in Philly those kiddies I love Philly when does your half hour come out it comes out November 1st November 1st you better fucking watch it asshole I want you to watch it baby good it's very funny that's also all saints day november 1st for our catholics so out there why they put chris it out and there. i will be busy yeah. we'll be busy going to church there's a 9 a.m service at saint matthias um and um yeah oh my god i'm gonna be hung over for halloween fucking halloween baby you gonna Halloween's dress up? the day before you gonna dress up um i'm yeah, gonna dress up what I'm do you gonna, got uh what should i dress up as ocasio cortez um, <laughs> yeah, I've heard of bombed. Just like um, I, I, I don't know. My daughter, my daughter wants to be. Um, she was. She would. There was like a. It's called the Ragamuffin Parade in my neighborhood. It's like kids dress up like a month early. So she was Pac Man, and I was a ghost. Oh my god, um, that's so, so cute. She was like eating me. Yeah. So that was cool. But so I think now. I don't know what we're gonna do yet. We're gonna—I mean, so Keith's just saying Elsa, and we're like, you can't be a hack and just be a character from Frozen. Like, you're gonna do something better. So we got to Like she, two years ago, she was Boss Baby, which was pretty oh, sick. I mean, yeah. she looked Hell like yeah. a little Dominican yeah. boy, but <laughs> but she was Boss Baby, and she looked great. Um, so we're gonna try to get creative with something. She yeah. be that bagel boss. Her mom is. Yeah, oh, oh you bagel. that's good. Yes, yeah, bagel guy. That's good. You could do that. I She's bet. She's the same height. Did probably. you hear what he had a fight? He was gonna, supposed to fight Lenny Dykstra, yeah. and then yeah. Lenny Dykstra pulled out, and then he was going to fight Screech, and then they literally like people bought money for these seats to fight Atlantic City, and he just didn't show up. He what? didn't show up, and then he was on his Instagram like twenty minutes later, like ha ha, all you assholes that bought tickets, you guys must feel stupid now, and now he's being sued by Atlantic. Yeah, like, he obviously. doesn't understand. He like signed contracts, God, like he's, he's being crazy. sued. It's he is an so agent. He's signed with crazy. fucking a huge. Agency. Yeah, he's three arts. Yeah, he's <laughs> he probably is. He filled Louis C.K. spot. He yeah. got Dave Becky. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he would sell more. He could sell more tickets than all of us. 
So what it's do you so sad that he really could. Yeah. I can just see it like in fucking three years. I'm going to be opening for Bagel Boss. Uh, <laughs> just annihilating. Imagine he gets a half hour. <laughs> we should give him a half hour and put him in New Orleans so he just dies. <laughs> so it's just <laughs> over. So it's just like we just don't have to deal with it anymore now. You know? Just it wasn't our fault. Um, oh my god! Yeah, I uh, with the half, you know, for the half hours, I like I like the Comedy Central half hour because I just felt I like doing the half hour because I feel like it's just the perfect amount of time where it's like you know, fifteen minutes is good, but it's like yeah. half hour is like you can just yeah. like get off, like you can just fucking hit them yes. for yes. thirty minutes. Where even now the hour specials are great, but people are still like, I mean, an hour is so long. Yeah. I mean, it's within it AD, ADD society. And with half the hour is perfect. Too. Yeah, it's so yeah, it's so true both ways. Watching an hour, I love comedy, and I'll find myself like. Ah, I'm yeah. halfway through. Hour. I'm kind of yeah. checking out. Yeah, yeah, so the half hour is perfect. And a half hour, you still you get a really tight. You can like feel the arc like throughout mm-hmm. the whole episode, and like yeah. a really nice way that you don't really get for 15 minutes. Yeah, it's just like it's like the perfect amount. Absolutely, I love it. I love it. Yeah, dude, you just fucking your half hour. You as people are winding down at that 29th minute, you do your killer anti-abortion joke, and you fucking step <laughs> off. There you go. That's there what it go. is. It's murder. <laughs> and then you just leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of murder. Um, should we do uh, Maria yeah, Bamford yeah, yeah, next? Yeah. Two comedians that are about to murder. Maria Bamford, Chris, Chris D'Elia. D'Elia. Both of their half hours. Let's play it. Oh, man. Um, I'm, um, I'm from Little Lake Pequam, um, Minnesota. <laughs> I'd like to send a shout out to all my peeps, Little Lake Pequam. <laughs> Midwest soy in the his hat. Um... Uh, yeah, I, uh, I just moved actually to Los Angeles and, um, I sometimes I still get a little homesick. And that's when I like to put on my Led Zeppelin CD, plug in my curling iron, and just get full on balls to the wall pretty. It is hard in LA to all the standards. Where I come from, I am a goddess. <laughs> I just slap on some blue eyeshadow and a head out. <laughs> LA, it's hard though, you know, it's, it used to be in LA, you just had to be skinny. I got that down, you know. <laughs> Now it's like you gotta have muscle tone though, so it's like I'm all tired and hungry, I gotta go work out. <laughs> Pretty soon, I bet it's gonna be almost impossible. Like you're gonna have to be morbidly obese while maintaining tiny little tweety bird ankles <laughs> and a wandering eye. My manager, uh, he got me a subscription to some ladies' magazines so I could get some beauty tips. And, um, turns out I only need one magazine because they got the same article every month. <laughs> it was like, uh, three ways to shape up for summer. <laughs> number one, eat less. Number two, exercise more. Number three, What was I talking about? I am. I am so hungry right now. 
have your own magazine where you're in every picture looking super fun and every article's asking you how you can possibly maintain your perfect 32AA, 32-inch waist. <laughs> Thirty-two double A. Can I get a witness for my girlfriends in Japan? Come on. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it is true about thirty-two double A. I um, they're they're exquisite, rare miniatures. <laughs> thought about getting breast implants because I'm a radical militant feminist and a hypocrite, turns out. <laughs> my, uh, there's a, uh, my neighbor, she has them, and, um, but she has them for work. She's, she's in porn, and, um, <laughs> and uh, I used to look down on that stuff, you know? But, uh, you know, I realize I'm just jealous because nobody's ever offered me, you know, money to have sex. Sure, like a Bud Light and a basket of curly fries, but not cash. <laughs> that hurts. Have seen those? There's also like these documentaries on TV where they'll have some woman named Juice Box saying how great the, the sex industry is. as a child. Um, I don't do drugs. I just love sex. I'm just a very sexual person. And <laughs> working in an unregulated industry that provides no legal recourse should I be repeatedly victimized kind of makes me feel hot. I like to do a lot of voice in my act. Uh, yeah. My mom, uh, my mom told me, she said, Maria, if a boy doesn't like you, okay, it is just because he is intimidated by your beauty because you are the most beautiful girl in the whole world and if you would stop doing impersonations of me, maybe other people could see that. time when I first moved to LA like I had like showbiz types like my agent was just like she's like uh, Maria when I first met you I was concerned I was gonna be annoyed by you <laughs> because you have a high grating childlike voice <laughs> and you need to know that about yourself yeah, my own voice doesn't command the respect and the attention that I believe I deserve you know, I go into a shop and I'll be like, hi, excuse me, can I get some, oh, no, little girl, we're not serving little girls today. <laughs> no. But if I go and be like, hi, what's your name? Cindy. Cindy, I need to speak with your manager. Thanks a lot, sweetheart. <laughs> I went hunting uh, for deer. Yeah, uh, don't go. That's my advice, man. It's not like in the movies when you see a dude get shot and he flies back in slow motion 
and it's all cinematic and lit well, and you're like, yeah, he was the bad guy, he deserved that, right? The deer didn't deserve anything, man. It doesn't do it, it's just chilling. The deer, this is what the deer was doing, it was chilling. Just like eating a berry, that's what a deer does, right? Just And all the, how come when deer, deer just abs, like instantly look at nothing for no reason, they're just. Okay, back to the berry, and it was eating. My buddy shot this deer, and this is how it felt. It's not cinematic or like it is in the movies at all. This is what happened. It goes like this. Remember, it was eating a berry. It got shot. This is what happened. <laughs> it didn't even look like it was in pain. It looked like it was watching Grey's Anatomy or something. Like and the noise that comes out of this deer's mouth is horrific. It's the worst noise. It's, you know what it sounds like? A human being. It's awful. This is the noise that comes out of his mouth. Remember, it was chilling out, eating a berry. It got shot. This is the noise that comes out of its mouth. <laughs> oh! <laughs> like, what? O-H. That's a word. You could spell that and look it up in the dictionary. It has a meaning. And the deer just straight up looked at us and said it. That's weird, man. He's going, oh, I thought it was going to be like, oh, why did you guys shoot me? So... So the deer's looking at us, just, oh, and I'm just, my, I don't even know what to do. And my buddy's like, uh-oh, what do we do? I was like, you took me, what do we do, man? <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, uh, follow me, well, let's go. And he's running up, I'm following my buddy to the deer, and we get there, and the deer's still, oh, and my buddy's just, I, I've known this dude for years, but I'd never seen, you don't know a man until he takes the life of another living thing, man. He's breathing all heavy, his eyes are crazy, he's just, <sighs> <sighs> And I look at him and I was like, what, what, what do we do? And he looks at me and he says, like this, like, your turn. <laughs> but he said it creepy like that. I was like, what do you want me to have sex with it? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, you never say your turn like that. Like, I'm pretty sure you're in a room full of naked people when somebody, when you hear it, your turn like that. Like, that's... Like, you never be at the ATM in the middle of the daytime, just, ooh, 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 ooh. your turn. <laughs> Forget it, I'm going to Citibank. Forget it. So I, look, I asked him, I was like, what do you mean your turn? What is that, what are you talking about? And this is what he says to me, he's like, you gotta put it out of its misery, bro. I was like, yo, dude, you put it in its misery. <laughs> Like, I'm pretty sure it wasn't miserable at all until you came along and shot it in the neck. Like, that tends to piss living creatures off. As a matter of fact, it was eating a berry. That's enjoyable, right? That's probably the deer's lunch. That's all it eats, right? That'd be like if I was at the Cheesecake Factory and the waiter came up and shot me in the face for no reason. I'd just be like, yeah, I really enjoy my food. I, oh, check please. And the waiter turns to the busboy and says, your turn. <laughs> Thank you very much. My name is Chris D'Elia. Thank you. All right. That was Maria Banford, Chris D'Elia. Two very, very different, but both V-cute. Yes. That is the thing they have in common, V-cute. Very good half so hours. Cute. Both big stars now. 
Yeah. I mean, Delia's just fucking, I mean, he'll do arenas at this point. It's true. They both have very different styles now as far as like where they perform and stuff like that. Like, Oh, a, yeah. Like, I just saw Bamford at a barber shop. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. exactly. Oh, her haircut. I follow her around. Um, <laughs> she didn't know I was there. <laughs> no, but she had, she just had killer shit. She did this impression about uh, sex talk where she was like, it got to. She was like, "Oh, gentrification's real. It's happening to people I know." <laughs> what like where, part of her sex talk? Where was the barbershop? Well, it was actually a sick show. It's uh, the secret. Uh, fuck. It's like the secret barbershop show or something like that in L.A. Uh-huh. You ever done it? Yeah. Uh, that actually sounds. I can't believe I'm blanking the name. It's a monthly show. It's killer. Uh, God damn it. It's my buddy Dave Waite and uh, okay. John O'Delay and a, and a bunch of other Oh, guys. I know. I love Dave Waite and John O'Delay. Mm-hmm. I know, though. Both those kids. Mm-hmm. Good kids. Good kids. Good families. Good kids. Good moms. <laughs> I like Dave Waite. Um, He's great. So good. Chris, what changed for you after you did your half hour? Nothing. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, genuinely, nothing. The That's the thing with 2019. It's They're great. The half hours are great to do. I mean, it's, I mean, it's amazing. But it's like, you know, it's about the internet now, baby. All these people that... are going to be on the internet. That's what I'm saying. CC.com and the app. That's what I'm saying. they're making the the clip thing really big on Comedy Central now, which this week at The Cellar was a big part of that, I feel like. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was going to say. Like with Comedy Central, what they're smart about is they understand it. And they'll be like, you know what? We'll we'll obviously air it. People are going to watch it on TV, of course. But the majority of the viewership will be through the clips and online. And that's why... It's good that they're doing that yeah. because it's necessary. It's just like we can say all we want that people are watching TV. But I mean, and I used to think, oh, it's just on the coast and whatever. Like people are watching TV in Iowa. But then I was in Des Moines, Iowa, and I was just like, hey, how many of you people came because you watched me on TV? Like I just wanted to know. And they uh-huh. were like, woo, like one person. <laughs> and I was like, what about Instagram? And they're like, yeah, yeah. you know, like how so funny. it's just like, uh, well, because it's just like it's. It's just what it is. I mean, it's easier yeah. to it's so much easier. watch it on your phone, listen to a podcast, than it is to Absolutely. like sit down and watch television. It's like there's our lie, our world is not set up for that Chris anymore. Chris no. does that so well. He's always on Instagram. Chris is selling out arenas or getting close to it because of his social media and yeah. because of the things he puts on the internet, not yeah. TV. I mean, yeah, he was on. Yeah. He, I remember. Uh, uh, I remember. When Chris D'Elia was on, I mean, it was an NBC sitcom, Whitney, Whitney. that he was the That's co- how I found out about him. Right. He was the co-lead of that show. And yeah. I remember it was five or six years ago, New York Comedy Festival, and he was headlining Caroline's Comedy Club. Okay. And they closed the curtain because only half the room was sold. Yeah. Now, obviously, D'Elia can sell out arenas and the show, he could sell out 20 shows at Caroline's if you put his name on yeah, the board, yeah, but it's because yeah. of the, the internet. Yes. That's what it's from. The internet. And it's not debatable. It's just like yeah. you can try to fudge the numbers and people be like, well, actually, no, it's no, no it's the it's internet. It's very evident now. It's just what it is now. Yeah. You know? And Comedy Central's been doing those featuring sets as well that are all I, over. I That's that, why they're great. Comedy dude, Central's doing the right thing. This is uh, this is 100% true. I, did, I didn't know what that was going to be at all, and then right. I did it. It got more views than anything I've ever done. Holy shit. Ever. Uh, yeah, and like uh, no, nothing against like late night or whatever, but- it's hard to get that. I say, fuck late night. <laughs> Put your shit on the internet I like if you want to sell morning. tickets. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it's, crazy it's, though. It's a, it got you a lot different. of it. wow. It got me a lot of hateful comments. Hell oh. yeah! Did you get some ladies in your DM? <laughs> yeah, they were ladies. Like, you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's true, but that's why it's good. Comedy Central's doing that, and the half hours. Yeah. 
I think the half hours are great because it's it really is like the best way to like yeah because you could see a new comedian do a late night set and it's great but again five minutes is like do I really even know this person yes where the half hour half you hour. see these new people you can really like invest in their career right. if you watch their half hour like right. truly like you a person can legit become a fan and be like I'm fucking with Tom Takar now for forever yeah because I watched his half hour and I invested in him so. Watch the half crazy. hours. I'm looking up. I was trying to remember the guy. You were just saying you can really get to know somebody over a half hour, and I just had that happen. Or I, I had that happen with a guy, and I'm blanking on his fucking name, and it's driving me crazy. Um, I, was, I was trying to. Look. He's in Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, oh, Barry Rothbard. Yeah, Barry Rothbard. He's so his half hour is so funny. I know. And then he also plays with the form where he has like weird mascots and the crowd yeah. and shit. Yeah. It's so funny. I was like watching that when I was like, oh yeah, I forgot how much I loved these. Yeah, Barry Rothbard's the best. Did you, did, I got into comedy because of the half hours. Like that's why I I was like, had my heart set on doing one forever. Really? Because that was what made me love stand up as a kid. Nice. Because watching uh, Tony Woods, Nick Swardson, oh, Bamford, sure. uh yeah, Galifianakis, Todd mm-hmm. Berry, like those ones all like, I was obsessed with them. Um, right. And so yeah, I, they really like form. So I've watched, I've watched almost all of them. I think. Right. But uh, what's the worst one, JK? Don't say, don't say. <laughs> Did you notice that these headphones an <laughs> say Heil? H E I L. Okay. That, we, we weren't supposed to talk about this. How yeah. did, this, did you this, change this it? This room on, was on purchased. Today, <laughs> was this purchased with, with Nazi gold? Why does it say okay. Heil? It, it was a cheap deal from a guy in tall. Munich. Yeah. Not, it was a Jesus deal. Christ, Nicole. What the fuck? Whatever. Uh, um, Nicole, Nicole keeps flirting with the idea of doing stand up. She does it and then stops, does it, then stops. She's got to just, I say she's got to blow her load. I do. Just I do it because you're um, funny because you're so funny. Let's go I, to Pine Box tomorrow. Yeah? It's an yeah. open mic in, uh, in Brooklyn. Yeah. In Bushwick, Pine Pine you want to go to Pine Box? I've been to Pine Box I have Box a horrific before. joke I want to try out, Ooh. so I'm like, I'm excited. I'll do the same do one. <laughs> I did, um, I did, I don't think so, honey, the Las Culturistas thing recently, and I, I remember just what it's like to be on stage, and I loved it. I'm and I'm doing a show actually next Monday as well. So where? Yeah. I don't know. Madison Square Garden, baby. <laughs> I'm coming. Okay, cool. No, seriously. Let me I know do. Where... I know. I want to get back. I know. I'm. All, I'm always saying it. Yeah, I gotta do it. No, I, I gotta do because it because you'd be great at it. Thank you so much. No, I, I, I enjoy like it. Really, I, enjoy I really it. mean it. I, okay. <laughs> as opposed to everything else. Okay, wait. I want to go through the rest of the half hours that we're doing this. Yeah. The, like lineup. So they've got yes. Chipuki, Vanessa yep. Gonzalez, Dulce Sloan, Will Miles, Tom DeCon, yeah, Mia Jackson, Joe Quazala, so Nori Davis. Speaking David of social Bo- media, j- check out Joe Quazala's Twitter. His yeah. videos are hilarious. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, Alan David. Williams, uh, David. Yeah. Alan Stryker, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Charles Golden. Uh, Sarah Schaefer. An incredible Sarah list. Of, uh, you, you said Nori Davis already, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His is really. Sarah Schaefer has never done a half hour already. I think she has already. Yeah. Done no, it I don't think. She had. She did John Oliver's stand-up show. I remember because I was back in the day. I was I used to listen to her podcast. I was like, and I was like, oh shit! I can't wait to see her stand-up, and it's killer. Uh, Yeah, it was. She was a fun hang. It was a. It was a good time. Yeah, hell yeah, for baby. Incredible. Incredible. Such a good squad. Yeah, it is a good squad. squad. It's a good squad. It was fun. Uh, Fucking. Did you do new? When did you do new faces? Montreal new faces. I did new faces like four years ago. I did 2015. Oh shit. And because normally the people that do new faces, they do the half hours like like right. the next yes. year or that so year. I did unrepped new faces. Which okay, is a to- it's it's a very different uh, ball game. You, usually, I've noticed the trajectory of people who do unrepped new faces. 
Like, if you do repped, yeah, usually you get, like, either SNL or the half hour or something like that. If you do unrepped new faces, it's, like, late night right after that. Got it. Or, like, oh, interesting. Or you just get an agent or something. Sure. You know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, well, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm happy you're here now. <laughs> I'm happy you're here for the half hour now. I love it. Very, um, so, happy. our final clip. Who was the warm-up comic, by the way, for the half hour? Oh, it was, uh, uh, oh, shit. Um, what's his name? Was it Andy uh, no, Woodhull? No, no, I love Andy Woodhull. Because he, by the he way. warmed his up my shows. He was great. His half hour is phenomenal, yeah. by the way. Um, I can't. Petey. It was Petey Diabreu. Oh, Petey Diabreu from the <laughs> BX. Also, by the way, I, I fucking love Petey. Crackhead Petey. I love Petey. <laughs> this is what happened because I was yeah. the first one, and they were like, Petey, we're going to give you the light on the monitor. We're gonna, just going to write two minutes left. And he goes up, and he does a bunch of, like, new local shit. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then finally, he's yawn over his time, and they, they have to go over the godfather. He's like, Petey, wrap it up. <laughs> then, then they just brought me out. That's hilarious. <laughs> but he killed Petey, it. It was fun. It was great. It I love Petey. Fucking Petey. So, so funny. <laughs> but it was just so funny. I was like, this is how it's starting, huh? Yeah, he's <laughs> wild like that. Dude, I remember what Ron Funches. I was doing Ron Funches. Uh, I was I was the same night as Ron Funches. He was the seven o'clock show. I was the nine o'clock show. And I remember they were like still loading loading in the audience yeah. when Ron was on stage. And oh I was just God. like, That's so I was like, what? Like it's like so distract. It was distracting yeah. in the back, but yeah. I mean, he crushed obviously. Yeah, his is that was good. Fat yeah. Ron. Now man. he's now he's skinny. He's hot that, Ron now. Ron he's hot. Dead. I mean, he was always hot Ron. He was always he's uh, yeah. always wanted to kiss Ron on the lips. But now mm-hmm. now I've opened all of unprotected sex with him <laughs> if he wants. <laughs> he's like ripped. I, at Montreal, I saw him in the gym and he was just like killing it. No, he's 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 wow. he's locked in. Ron's a great guy. Check out Ron Funches too. He's another guy that had a great half hour. Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh, he threw yeah. Skittles at the audience. Dude, I was, was just about to mention that Skittles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was he great. Skittles. Skittles. <laughs> and he threw Skittles at the audience. So I was like, funny. I love this guy. I can't remember the joke he does right before. He does like a silly joke. And that it's gonna get some weird reaction, and then he just he before they he lets them react, he goes, "Here's Skittles." <laughs> it was great. It like only can work for him. That's I love it. So funny. Well done. All right, our final clip: Zach Galifianakis. Another Who's that? Half hour. Uh, two ferns. You ever heard of it? Oh yeah, that Between, just came out. Yeah, it was funny. Oh, I've never heard of Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're just trying to promote him. the little guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the no. is <laughs> you know, Bill Burr's, Maria yeah. Bamford's. I meant to come on and pitch a bunch of people who I feel like people didn't see their half hours. So check out Barry Rothbart's, yeah. Tommy Johnigan's, Chad Daniels. Oh, oh Chad Daniels, killer. Uh, Wanda Sykes, <laughs> yeah. Ellen DeGeneres, the little guys, the little yeah. guys. Chelsea Handler. All right, all right. Cool. Until next time. Thanks so much for joining us. Today, Thank you, Tommy. TT. Check out my pod. Oh yeah, what's the pod? Stand by your band. Stand by your band. Check out my pod. Come to Brazil. Check out Chris's pod. History hyenas. Woo! Bye, Tom Tahar. And Nicole. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When I go to events and uh, concerts and stuff, I, I think a lot of people, they yell out like, woo, or yeah, when they like something. I like to be more specific when I yell things out. I like to like, when I'm at a concert, I like to yell out things like, the way you play your music makes me feel good inside. 
Or instead of instead of yelling encore, yell things like, "Come back and play some songs you haven't played yet." Please. Well, don't boo people. Don't boo. Be more specific. Reality shows are big now. Survivor, Temptation Island, The Mole. Oh my God! I I, I want to do a uh, I want to do a uh, reality show where it's uh, three racist white people that live in the South Bronx. And it's called Cracker Hunt. <laughs> and there'd be scenes of the white guys going, I, I-, I didn't call you boy. <laughs> I want to do another reality show based on the mole, but it's, it's really about uh, STDs, sexually transmitted diseases. And it's called, God, I hope that's a mole. <laughs> Now I'd like to do a few characters if I can. This first character I'm, uh, I've been working on <clears throat> is called the Timid Pimp. And he's on the phone with one of his hookers. Here we go, the Timid Pimp. Um, hi, Amber. Hi, hi, it's, hi, it's Marcus. Yeah, I can hold. Uh, all right, this next character. <laughs> This next character I'm working on is called the apathetic redneck, and he's he's uh, on the phone with his uh, he's on the phone with his uh, brother who's getting ready to get the death penalty. <clears throat> yeah, man, that sucks about death penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama told me. Hey, what are you gonna do with your Camaro? <laughs> I just realized how stupid all these are. Okay, this next character uh, I've been working on for a while is called the Gay Snake. leave uh, New York City very badly, but I just put $6,000 on my Metro card. (laughs) Growing up, my dad was like, Zach, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And he's so right. Take this sentence, for instance. She had a crack baby. Versus, she had a crack baby.
This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 